Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, all right, what's up, what's up, everyone? What's going on? Got a little Monday action, Monday edition of the Taz Show. I'm the first thing that's going to kick off your WrestleMania week. How about that? Every time it's WrestleMania week, it's a big time for most wrestling fans, especially the ones that are traveling to wherever WrestleMania is or those that are just hardcore wrestling fans. No matter if you hate on WWE at times or love them, they definitely are running the game in regards to the wrestling business. So WrestleMania is the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup, the World Series, of, you know, the Natty Championship, too, of uh, pro wrestling, of sports entertainment. So, congrats to WWE on that. And this week uh, will be a great week here in Tasha. You guys will have a great time listening or watching. Two hours coming at you. Entertainment, insight, opinions, interaction with you guys. Phone lines will be open here. They're open now, I should say. Zero WWE guest on this week going into WrestleMania. Uh-uh. No guests needed. Not that the guests don't want to be here. I assume their company doesn't want their guests with me. That's okay. I'm not offended. I'm used to it. Welcome to the Taz Show, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe you're listening live at TazShow.com or you're listening live at, on the Radio.com app. You could be watching live at TazShow.com or watching the VOD or checking out the podcast version of the show. Was they say here internally, the audio on demand at Spotify, TuneIn, iTunes, or Play.it. Whatever you're doing, you're supporting the show. I appreciate it. You can call the show right now if you want for the next two hours. That's a very easy process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial 866-475-2948. 866-475-2948. Very simple deal. Phone lines are lighting up already. Uh, busy deal. i um, going to basically give you some off the hooks this week. We're up to the final uh, final gimmick, final gimmick, I should say, of Off the Hooks. So uh, I will give that. Uh, Dennis Jones, the producer of the show, will give that. I think Anthony will chime in and give his Off the Hooks also. So uh, you guys can call and give your hooks Off the Hooks for all week. That's fantasy booking for WrestleMania. And we go week to week to week leading up to the show, and we're at that final gimmick. I think my main event I give a little while will surprise some people. But it's interesting, and I think it's something that w- would be very cool. But again, it's fantasy booking. Also, we'll talk, uh, what else we're going to talk? We're going to do a Raw preview in this show. That should be pretty cool, because the Raw looks like it's going to be pretty decent tonight. And they're out of Philadelphia, one of the hotbeds of pro wrestling. Always great, amazing audiences there in Philadelphia. And we're going to do a Raw preview in a little while, and also some March Madness. Final Four, it's down to the Final Four, NCAA Hoops, and we'll talk about the... the um, the Final Four Jones, the tournament that we had, uh, the gimmick we had uh, amongst the Taz show and all of you. Hundreds and hundreds of people have uh, signed up, and we're going to give some shout-outs to some of the folks that are in the running to win that thing. What are you winning? Uh, really nothing. No! 
So that's really it. I don't know what you're winning. Just you get put over on the show. I mean, that's really, I guess that's really it. If I remember, basically. What else? What else? Some more house cleaning. Um, oh, yeah. Weekend. Weekend Jones. Yeah, I spent a good chunk of my weekend. I never thought I'd say this. I think if Video Brian was still here on the show, he'd be very proud of me. Because I spent a good chunk of my weekend flying around a drone. What? What are you nuts? Taz flying around a drone? Yeah. It pays when you have a teenage son who's very good with technology and gadgets. And you have a friend named Katie Lennendahl who hooks you up with cool gadgets. Katie kept her word. Yes, I slightly attacked her integrity a few weeks ago. No doubt. I attacked her integrity when she wasn't on the show. It's easy to do when you have people that aren't here. You can just bury them. No one hears it. Well, then, but they do, and that's a problem. So Katie heard me bury it, and I apologize, but I, I was obviously joking around. Katie's awesome. And Katie, uh, I was teasing, saying, no, nah, she never gave me the, the, the hover dr- drone. Like she said she was going to. She never did it. She never did it. She never did it. Well, she did. She gave me the drone. And, buddy, let me tell you something. Get yourself one of these drones. This thing is so much fun. If I can hook it up and set it up and do it, anybody can. Okay, because I'm a nincompook. If that's the correct word, nincompook. Something like that. Not today. Regardless. I set it up. My kid helped me. The thing is friggin' fun. I did it in the house. I did it outside. I went to the park, running around. Forget about kites. You don't need a kite anymore. You get the Hoover drone. Who needs a friggin' kite anymore? Kite. Most archaic thing going. Kite, I should say, if that is your real name. The other thing... I was able to do, thanks to Katie, was from Friday, Saturday, into last night, no joke, get an absolute amazing, not one, not two, but three nights of sleep, and tonight too, because she hooked me up with a Sleep Shepherd gimmick. This deal that she, she she's partnered up. Katie, you know, we, we all know now, especially those that weren't familiar too much with Katie's career, but she's a tech expert, right? She's a TV personality. She's a podcaster. She does all this great stuff. She's hooked up with, uh, on Sam Roberts on his wrestling podcast. Uh, you know, So Katie's the real deal. She's the bomb, right? She's part of the family now and the whole damn. That's all cool. But Katie also is partnered up with very legit companies, you know, hence her tech knowledge, hence the Hover Drone and Sleep Shepherd. Okay, Now, I was teasing her when she was on the show about the Sleep Shepherd. Let me tell you something. This thing... It's uh, it, it, it's changing the way I'm sleeping. This thing controls the way you sleep. It's phenomenal. Through bright beats and stuff like that and brain waves. And, uh, it, 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 you have an app. You check out, see how you're sleeping. Uh, super high-tech stuff. Um, a really amazing gadget uh, to, to help people sleep. I, I highly suggest it. Sleep Shepherd, real deal. Just go to sleepshepherd.com. Check it out. Look, you know, they, I don't even know if they know who I am. I'm putting them over because Katie's partnering up with legit companies. They deserve to get that 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 plug because it's legit. And like I said, I got a really beautiful night's sleep. Um, thanks to Sleep Shepherd and Katie. So um, that's the deal on that. Um, and like I said, the Hoover drone is awesome. Other thing I wanted to say: someone tweeted me, and I can't remember who it was. Huh. I want to give the guy credit. And he asked me for, he was trying to find out what was going on with Joey Styles. You know, where's Joey Styles? What's going on with Joey Styles? Where's Joey? Where's Joey? Oh, my God! Where is Joey Styles? Where is he? Well, Joey, always been a great friend of mine and still is a great friend of mine. And Joey and I still talk and communicate and we're still boys. Okay? 
So Joey, the deal with Joey is, I'll give you a quick update. He's in the real world, basically. He's working in the real world, world nine to five, works right here in Manhattan. <clears throat> and he is extremely happy and doing very well, supporting his family, living a regular life out of the public eye. And that's what Joey wants. That was Joey's choice. Um, you know, he he uh, once he left WWE, he was doing a lot of stuff with some of the smaller wrestling independent companies and stuff. And and then quite frankly, in, in my opinion, in my my uh, perspective, some of them turned on him. I understand he said something goofing around or whatever to ring, and some of them turned on them. And then it was like a pylon and kick a guy while he's down thing, which is a load of bullshit and not right in my opinion. So I don't really respect those people much anymore, to be frank. And um, and I'll always respect Joey because he's a true friend through thick and thin and, and, and know him many years, and he's always been there for me. So um, unfortunately for you guys, I, I, don't, I think he kind of you know, killed, killed his own Twitter account. He's not, it's nothing against you all. He's just looking to just move on with his life. Um, I'm, I'm sure he'll pop up here and there once in a while. Um, hopefully it's right here on my show. If Joey ever wants to kind of update you guys himself, I would assume it would be here on my show. But he's got a lot of friends in the business, and he could just reopen his uh, his Twitter account and tell people what's going on with him. Or he might just, you know, just ride off into the sunset and do his thing and support his family. And he's got a great family, and that's all he cares about right now is 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 doing his job. His job. I don't want to get into details of what he does. It's nothing. No disrespect to Joe. It's not like uh, you know, a fancy damn job. He's got a legitimate job in the corporate world uh, right here in Manhattan and doing, I'm sure he's doing financially well. <laughs> so he's not a dumb guy. He's, a, he's got a, a very strong degree from the esteemed Hofstra University on Strong Island. So Joey um, is just doing his thing. And that's, the, that's really the deal with that. So I just wanted to tell people about that. And, I, and the dude who tweeted me, I apologize. Uh, I would love to try and find where you are. Dennis, if you see that tweet, let me know. I, I know I tweeted at him yesterday. I just forgot to grab his name, and I feel bad about that. Give me a second, folks. I'm trying to find this thing here. All right. So let's see. That's when I buried them. Okay, put these guys over. Uh, got that guy. No, not this one. No. Nope. I can't find him. Uh, well, sorry. Maybe Dennis can. I don't know. Um, I, I got it. What is, who's, what's his name? Jason D at J Mighty Die Trying. That's a pretty cool name. Okay. Can you shed any light as to what's up with Joey Styles? Well, Have a I great week, champ. Champ, I like that. So I just did. I just shedded it. So hey, what's the name? Say his name one more time. I'm sorry. Jason D at. Oh, you might die trying. I can't read. That's his name. Is his Twitter handle? The letter U. Oh, okay. At you might die trying. What well, cool man. Well, got it, Jace. We took care of that for you, kid. There you go. And um, that's the deal on that. Going to get into the Final Four Jones, as I said in a second here. Got a lot of people. Phone lines are jammed up. Very busy show already. That's what happens. Cranks up. Thing, things get rolling here. Hey, uh, Chad in North Carolina. You're on the Tash Show. What's up, pal? Uh, good moment. Um, I, was, I, was, I was trying to tell my name to the um, call screener. To the uh, call screener. And I think he was getting confused because I was trying to say chap shooter. I'm norm- I normally go under Matt from North Carolina, but I was wanting to get a gimmick name. Oh, so, okay, so let's understand, Matt. So you want to change your gimmick instead of going with the organic Matt from North Carolina, because now your voice is ringing a bell to me. You would like a gimmick now? Uh, yeah, because there's so many Matts that call into the show. I just wanted to change it up a little bit. How about you use Matt? You keep using Matt. 
and just use the first name Dor. Ah, maybe not. Ah, uh, that might not be good. That's not be good. That's a bad one. Forget that. Yeah. <laughs> no good, right? Um, yeah. How about doorknob? No, it's no good either. So, yeah, no, that's not good. What, what, so, what's the gimmick name we're looking to use here for you? Uh, Chap Shooter, C H A P uh, Shooter, S H O T E R. It was uh, a name I came up with when I was like a lot younger. So wait a minute, hold on a second. Hold, let me just get this straight. Hold on. Wait a second. So you're a shooter. You, you know what a shooter is, sir? Uh, yes, I do. It is a uh, real wrestler. I actually did wrestle in high school. I was fourth in the state. What weight? In what weight? Uh, uh, Two eighty-five. Oh, Big Boy Jones. Okay, got it. Yep. Yes. Throwing you know, people at the barnyard. Yeah. You're wrestling tractors, I understand. So, okay. So, okay. So, maybe we can go with the shooter thing. It's, I believe you, on, you 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 popped off your weight real quick, so I think you're telling the truth on that. What was your go-to when you wrestled? What was your go-to? Uh, the barnyard. I used a headlock takeover. I've used a modified judo-type throw. There was a guy who and I used to wrestle with. I'm like, I had no move. I couldn't do a good move. So, a guy come down one time. And he was teaching me some throws and stuff, and he showed me the barnyard. And he told me a way I could modify it where you could, you know, whenever the, uh, the heavyweights try to go in yeah. to a uh, bear hug? Sure. You can extend and lock that arm and cut the blood flow of circulation off, and you can hit the side of the neck that has a nerve, and you can just take them over. Yeah, as long as you, you got to just be careful, you don't. It's not illegal, too, because there's so many. Oh, no, no, no. You're not like smacking them. You're right, just, right. You're manipulating nerves and you're trying to bend them the right way. Yes, I understand what that means. Um, okay. So you are the. What's what's the first part? The Schneebitz shooter? What do you want to be called? Uh, Chap. Uh, it's the first four letters of my last name. Chap, like, like Charlie like Chaplin. Chap. Chaplin. Yeah, like Charlie Chaplin. Right. Like Charlie Chaplin, but different. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I usually will not give or allow someone to have a, a, a gimmick name that they choose. Um, okay. But you kind of explained that you had a pretty good explanation. I kind of dig it. So this could be a first right here. And uh, I'm going to let you know right now. Hope you're sitting down. You are the chap shooter. Yeah. Yes, All chap right. shooter. You are the chap shooter. As one of my friends is calling me right now, I'm just on the air. I'm kind of busy. Sorry, chap shooter. Okay, uh, how can I help you, sir? Uh, I was wanting to follow up on the Mauro Ronaldo thing because I listened to the audio on demand uh, for Friday this uh, last night because I worked third. Yes. And I was wanting to follow up on it. And I want to go ahead and first say you said nothing offensive about anything with depression because I actually was going into wrestling. I was trained to be – to be a wrestler. Right. I was getting trained by George South for a little while. Chap Shooter. Uh, yes. Um, and, like, I struggled with uh, depression for a very long time. I've, and I'll tell you, it is not easy at all Right. Like to be in that high-pressure situation. So I can sympathize with Morrow, but I can also see from your point of view, uh, you've got a job to do, and you've got to make the towns, and you, you, know, you work once a week, but you... You got to do it. You have, yeah, you have to make towns, especially when you have so many people at the commentary table. You got a four man booth over there, and so many people trying to, you know, be the top dog, trying to be the lead announcer, trying to be the voice of, course, of SmackDown. It's an ultra competitive environment, which it should be. That's what WWE wants, and that's what WWE should have, Chap Shooter. And thank you for calling, buddy. They should keep it ultra competitive because that's how you get the best performance out of men and women, is through competition. Uh, and you see who folds their tent through competition. 
So thank you, Chap Shooter. And I, I was not disrespectful at all to anyone suffering with depression. It's a real thing, obviously. It's a real disease, a real sickness. I know that. And I was not attacking Morrow. I was just calling it straight up the way I see it. And, um, and that's that. I mean, really. I mean, and like I said, you know, uh, Morrow knows going in. I'm sure, you know, he knew he's, he's, far from a, he's far from a dumb guy. He knew going in what the job entailed and the pressure cooker that you're in in that company. And, and on the flip side, and I think I mentioned this on Friday, I, I pretty much can guarantee you. How about that? I can pretty much guarantee you that WWE was well aware of Mauro's mental situation before they signed him to a contract or offered him a contract. Pretty much guarantee you 99.99999% sure. I'm just letting you know that. Point is, I would also assume there's, there was some sort of a discussion with both parties beforehand because it's a tough job. And WWE is very sensitive to stuff like that. They want to make sure that one can handle a job as a wrestler, a commentator, production. And I don't need to kiss their ass. We used to be best friends. I don't think we are anymore. But I'm being honest. We used to be friends, but I don't. Doesn't seem like it anymore. I didn't ask for a guest, but I don't have one anyway. Yep. <sighs> running the game. That's me. Just sitting here all by myself. Running the game. I'm running the game. It's real simple. So that's how it goes. Uh, what else we got here? We got, uh, let me get rid of some phone calls. Talk to some of these friends and family members here on the uh, Taz show. Zach in Pennsylvania, you were on the Taz show. How can I help you, sir? Hey, Taz. Just want to um, ask you a couple questions here. Yeah, go. All right. Um, First question, um, looking to be a professional wrestler, right? Um, should I spend six or seven months training to get my body in shape first, or should I just go to wrestling school and kind of let it work itself out? Choice A. Okay, I would. What I would do. Uh, it's a very good question, son. That I could. How old are you? Twenty six. Okay, uh, you're, you're getting up there in age. I ain't gonna lie to you. You yeah. should. You, you know, I, you, nothing you could do about starting earlier because you're at twenty six. You're not an old guy, but you know. Um, Usually it's a, it's a you know you usually want to try to start out younger but it's okay you should if you want to do it do it just be patient because it does take a long time to get trained properly but you should get your body in shape you should make sure you you know do some research on nutrition and on training uh, do you work out now or not much uh, occasionally. All right, well, that's bad. That pause and everything that you just did there is not good. Uh, so, yeah, you got to train, bro. You got to train because uh, if you go, see, it's going to be too much for you to absorb all the the mindset it is to learn how to, to do what a pro wrestler does and the physicality to learn what a pro wrestler does. Now your body's going to break down and get injured because you don't have that suit of armor, which is muscle. So um, you should take a good, you know, five, six months and train your ass off do some research online, YouTube Jones, all that stuff. There's plenty of information out there, okay? And get yourself in shape, and then and then find yourself a good wrestling school and do it, okay? Cool, sounds good. You got it, Zach. Thank you, buddy. Can put you, yes? Can I, put, can I put you over real quick? Yeah, sure, go for it. Sir, uh, since WWE put on basically all of ECW, um, I've been going through that, went down that rabbit hole. Um, but I thought it was just amazing what you guys did, what you turned, what you started as, and what you turned it into was incredible thank you thank you um, it was a good group of uh men and women and 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 paul Heyman at the helm and it, it was just lightning in a bottle to be honest 
Yeah, and if if you don't make it into the Hall of Fame by yourself, um, your ECW originals for sure should, because you guys did something special. I, I'm sure that it'll be a, a matter of time before, um, you know, some of the ECW originals hey, would go in. I mean, if I would get that opportunity, I'd be honored, obviously. But if I don't, that's fine too. I'll sleep like a baby. It's not a problem. Put my sleep shepherd. Ha ha. Um, so anyway, thank you for calling, Zach. And good luck to you, buddy. Just keep. Uh, just keep, uh, just keep plugging away and, and get yourself in shape and, 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 and get you some nutrition going and uh, don't go in there. He had a very good question. It's a very good question. It's, a, it's something that, you know, some people, you know, a lot of people don't think about. It's like, I'm going to become a wrestler. And like, like it's like a magic switch goes off that you just go into wrestling school and you just all of a sudden come out and you got a V-shaped physique and you got, you know, 17% body fat and, and you're, you're, you know... Um, you got a big vein in your bicep and stuff like that, and, and you, you know you're muscular all of a sudden. It's not that simple. It doesn't work that that way. You know, it's it's being a successful young wrestler. Okay, is a full time not job because that's a cliche line. It's a full lifestyle. It's part of your life. Okay, there's no there's no off days. Nothing. No days off. Full throttle, straight ahead, constant with nutrition. And uh, with training and stuff like that, like, I, I got to be honest, like, some of us, um, like, guys that are, like, around my age, pushing 50, uh, that have been banged up, just like me, if not more, some of these guys are in great shape. Recently, I saw a picture of um, X-Pac, who looks to be in great shape. I mean, it's unbelievable. The guy, the guy got himself great, and he's the man. I love Sean. I mean, I, I know him forever. He's, I, I've talked about him a whole bunch on my show. And he got himself in great shape. This guy is battle-tested, been through a lot physically in the ring, just like yours truly. But yet he got himself in great shape. I give him a lot of credit. You know, I, I envy him. I, I mean, I train. I don't train like I used to. I mean, I'm not as dedicated as I was. And, you know, my nutrition dips in, in valleys sometimes, you know. But, <clears throat> excuse me, to tell you the truth, I mean, it's not an excuse. I'm just being honest here. So, you know, don't bash me. Um, what happens is all the years of dedication to training and eating right and like with me i was a square like i really didn't i didn't involve with drinking and, and recreational drugs and i didn't that wasn't my thing you know i mean and, and i don't knock anybody else i'm just telling you how i was so i had not many vices at all like i didn't you know <laughs> i i didn't really have a lot of vices i i i was all business you know all business to the my detriment uh because to, in a degree to a degree because i ended up making enemies you know just inadvertently or just because I didn't come off like one of the boys or just hanging out or like whatever. Um, I, I wasn't, I, that wasn't my thing. I wasn't a phony. I was real and that was that. But but it's back to the training thing. My point I'm trying to make to you guys is I, um, I, I like some, some other guys, you know, what happens is you get to a point where you just burn out. At, once your career is done, and, and in-ring career and, and – you lose some motivation, and, and I'm human like anybody else, and, and, and that happened to me. I just, you know, just I'm, I was, shoot, 5'8", five, 5'9", five, and, you know, made it in the land of Giants, and it was hard to do. I had to keep a lot of training going on to keep 250 pounds of muscle on my body at 5'8", uh, without, you know, flooding my body with growth hormone and uh, sports enhancement, enhancement drugs or, anabol you know, like anabolic steroids. Like, without flooding yourself. Hey, I was not an angel, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say that I, you know, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was just drinking milk and uh, taking vitamin C. 
But I could tell you, I wasn't. Uh, I I was always smart, and and spoke to doctors, and and I wasn't just like some guy that was just like a maniac with that stuff. Like other guys I know, no knock on them. I'm just telling you. My point is, I had to really work hard to keep that amount of size and muscle on my body, and it was a full lifetime lifestyle. You can ask my wife. I mean, it was nuts. Like I just never. It was just nonstop, constantly, everything I ate, certain amount of calories. And I wasn't ripped with abs. I couldn't be because I was 5'9", 5'8", friggin' 250. So I, I couldn't, I didn't want to come off like a cruiserweight, like a lightweight guy, being 200 pounds. I just didn't want to because I would just would have been too, wouldn't have worked for the character and where I was, what I was trying to portray as a, a pro wrestler. Um, but then I ended up, once I got into the announce desk and stuff like that, and I was done, I had a lot of injuries, you know, I kind of got, I was I was already burnt. I didn't, I would train once in a while, and I still train once in a while, but, and I miss it, trust me. I miss training like I used to train. I really do. It's it's just, it's sometimes it's hard to mentally to get past that that burnout thing. Not an excuse, because look what you saw Mick Foley recently. There's no one more banged up than Mick. And Mick, uh, you know, caught a bunch of weight and got himself in great shape. You know, and and, uh, and I give him credit. It's great. So, um, you know, just being honest with you guys, just keeping it real, but... You know, um, but training is a, a massive part of what wrestlers do. You have to. It's a massive part of keeping longevity. It's a massive part of everything uh, for the success of a pro wrestler. So, all right, real quick, I want to talk to you guys about the uh, Final Four Jones, okay? The NCAA hoops, as the cool kids call it. Basketball, as regular people call it. March Madness. Um you know, I got to tell you, it, it's it come down to the Final Four. My bracket's completely blown up. Can you play some music out to me? Some CBS basketball music? Thank you. And uh, my my bracket has, uh, just like many of us, in the Taz Tube. Uh, Taz Tube, how am I doing? In the uh, Final Four Jones. Taz Tube. Too many headshots. That's my YouTube page. Anyway, Final Four Jones. Real quick, here's the standings for the people here on the Taz Show. And then I'll get in to tell you who's in the Final Four. Let me do it through this Let me tell you who's in the Final Four, for those that don't know. Maybe some people that are from the international areas of the world, not here domestically in America. Or maybe they don't pay attention to it, or they don't give a rat's ass. I'll tell you anyway. So, number one, Gonzaga ended up defeating the Xavier, 83-59. So, they advance in the school's first Final Four, the Zaga, the Bulldogs. Okay, kind of looks like Rover, but different. And Oregon, the Ducks defeated Kansas, who was number one, 74-60. Pretty good beat down there. Okay, the Ducks go into the Final Four. Along with South Carolina, they beat Florida 77-70. to 70. Big win, win right there for South Carolina. Um, program, uh, first Final Four for them. It's huge. And the Tar Heels of North Carolina was a favorite. I believe um, them and Gonzaga, obviously, the only two one-seeds. They beat Kentucky. And uh, the Tar Heels, boom, they're going again. 20th Final Four. That's amazing. So, uh Kentucky and UCLA, UCLA are tied at second with 17 trips to the Final Four. So, so there you go. Your Final Four will be Gonzaga, Oregon, South Carolina, and UNC. Now, I, as you guys know, had the Arizona Wildcats going to the Final Four. Uh-uh. I was wrong. I pooped the bed, as they called it. So I want to tell you who didn't poop the bed. Oh, wait, before I do it, let me tell you about the guys on the show here. Final Four Jones standings here. So, Anthony, the video producer of the Taz Show, 372nd place. Dennis, you ended up in 345th place. 
Seth, 231, 231st place. And yours truly at 141 place. 141st. How's that place? Huh. Dennis, you didn't do well at all. Not a great showing for the team as a whole. Yeah. You're, you're in the lead and you're... And I'm sucking. I know. Timber! Yeah. Oh, it's kind of hard to disagree with that. Uh, well, well said um, by you. I, Yeah, I don't... Um, maybe basketball for the crew here is not... Uh, <laughs> not our strong suit. No, I don't think it is. Maybe maybe we could do something with baseball. Let's come one of the cusp for baseball season. Everyone's favorite activity. So maybe there could be something with baseball. Maybe like a whole... They play like 360. How many games in the baseball? 142? What is it? 142? 162. Oh, I was close. So, maybe we could do like a tournament. No, that'd be hard. Baseball's hard. It's just so many, too many games. It's insane. Long-ass season. So, now, uh, the Taz Show, um, the, the tournament that we had on the CBSSports.com gimmick uh, site, whatever the hell it's called. So, I love the fact that the guy who's sitting number one right now, this is the thing where you guys could have joined in, and hundreds and hundreds of people. Uh, was it over 500? Or was it close to 500? Close to five. I think it was a shade under. That's a lot of people. That's really cool. So here's the deal. The guy sitting in first place right now with a score of 94. But how's he in first place if the guy under him has 91? And got, I'm a little confused how the scoring works in this thing. It says the standards, number one rank. Is a guy named Justin Jones. Is that not perfect? All about the Jones. How has he won? Dennis, do you have an idea on this? <clears throat> when Dallas Dazinger is number two, ranked number two, and he's got a score of 91. Oh, I see why. No, I don't see why. 94 is more than 91. Um, you are correct. Yes. Yes, you are correct again. You're two for two today. Good job. 94 is higher than 91. Okay. I thought it was a trick question. No, no, wasn't. It was me looking at the next column incorrectly. Because I was looking at the one that says correct. Justin Jones got 45 correct. Dallas Dazinger got 44 correct. Then if you drop down, EZ Eric Jones, letter E and Z, he got 46 correct. So you would think he'd be number one. Uh-uh. Justin Jones, he got best correct, 47. Holy scrambled Jones. This is confusing. Regardless, Justin Jones is sitting up there. We got Dallas Dizinger at number two. We got Sean Jennings. Uh, we're going to go to break after this, by the way. And then we're outside of break. I'm going to give you off the hooks. We'll give off the hooks from the show here, and we'll get into our raw preview and the phone lines. Sean Jennings is sitting at number three. Easy Eric Jones, number four. Mario Valdez, number five. Ronald Myers, another number five or six. How's that? Chris Curtin, number seven. Ken Carrick, number seven. Rank seven, I should say. Alex Mendoza, I'm trying to get to the ten. There's a lot of team guys here. Matt Richmond, number nine. A lot of ties. Rob Privet, number nine. Aaron Rimanoff, number 12. Brian Bahama. Brian Baman. These are all fake names. He's in there. Some guy dropped down number 18. His name is Flip Dog. It's pretty funny. All right, anyway, uh, there's you go. There's you go on your uh, Final Four Jones. So good luck to all those guys trying to win the thing. Again, you win absolutely nothing. And we shall see um, how it all works out for you. All right, so what else? So we're going to go to break. Taz Show, very busy Monday. WrestleMania week, other side of break. Going to uh, give you uh, off the hooks. Uh, but before that, a raw preview tonight in Philadelphia. 
and we'll get back to the phones. Taz Show, Monday edition, sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention you guys. I uh, wanted to tell you about iTunes. Um, we heard that, and this is this is possibly my fault. Uh, yeah, and a company saying, uh, you know, the company here I work for, the CBS. Why Why is, is your audience, as big as it is, why are they not giving you reviews on iTunes? Why, why are you not doing this, Taz? So, of course, I sit there with that stupid-ass look on my face, like I'm bewildered and perplexed by the question. I'm like, what? Why? Why? And I put the heat on the audience. I'm like, ah, oh, they don't care about me. They hate me. Meanwhile, unbeknownst to the company, I told you guys not to do it a while ago. Let's keep that between us. Now, look at the side. Um, we need to rally up. They, they, they're like, they don't bother me here, CBS. Actually, sometimes I don't even know if they know I'm alive. But that's a whole nother story. But I need uh, the We Over Army, the FTW troops. I need the Taz Show Nation running the game. Hashtag RTG. Go on iTunes whenever you get a chance. No rush. No rush. Give a review. Hopefully it's positive. You don't say, ah, that Taz, he's a real ass. The show sucks ass. Don't do that. Well, you can do it if you want. Just give <laughs> put me over. No, put the show over. If you enjoy the show, anything about the show, put it over or say whatever you want to say. I'm the guy who came in here a while back, said, oh, I hate when they uh, people do reviews and all that. Uh, apparently, for whatever reason, they would like you guys to express what you like about the show on there, or if it's something you don't like, you can do that too. So that's on iTunes, on the reviews. And that's what they want all of their podcast to do. Can't catch a break. It's unbelievable. Uh, anyway, so we're going to get a raw preview here shortly. Going to do off the hooks. Dennis, you have you off the hooks, right? I'm sure. Yes, you do. Nodding his head. Yes. He's going like this. Good. Yes. Yes. Got it. That. Got it. Yes. Yes. Do that in a second. And a raw preview. Phones are lighting up like crazy. Hey, uh, Bad Money Slim in Pennsylvania. You're on a Taz show. Talk to me, buddy. What's up? What's going on, Taz? How are you, champ? Uh, so I'm going to Raw in Philly tonight. Everybody knows you're over there. Over huge. Yeah. Um, I saw, by the way, and I think I retweeted it, and the, the social media team might have pinned it up for you. Pinned up Jones, pinned Cushion Petey, and uh, the uh, Bad Money Slim tweet. Uh, you are showing people. I mean, I'm running the game, but you're showing people how to run the game in regards to preparing for a wrestling show, sir. I mean, you got more Taz show swag and signs, and it just screams orange and black. I love it. Well, thank you very much. Um. I try to anytime I go anywhere, you know, uh, event-wise. But you've been uh, guilty of wearing some other, let's be honest, uh, some people have told me, sir. <laughs> I love your bad money. You're a long-time supporter of the show, and you're part of the family. But let's be honest. 
you've purchased some T-shirts for all the shows. Let's be honest. Uh, I have lots of wrestling merch. Uh, I mean, right. a right. copious amount. But who's your favorite? Oh, well, I mean, you. Of course, that's a layup. Come on. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'm busting your balls. So uh, you got good seats or what, bro? Uh, yeah, I am uh, I'm in between the ramp and the ring on not the... Like on the camera side. Oh, we're never going to uh, see you. Uh, yeah. You 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 might, you might because I'm I'm up against the ramp, so it depends on where the wide camera sits. Well, why don't you do this? <clears throat> Maybe in the second hour, walk past the hard camera and hold up the sign, so then you get thrown out. It'd be, make a good, <laughs> be a good tweet. You get some video. <laughs> if you have somebody, one of your friends or a family member, could tape it, put it on Twitter, it'll blow up. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, don't do that. I'm teasing. Don't don't get thrown out. I'm joking. Uh, there, there's a good chance you'll see me. Where, where no, we're I know, I know. I'm busting your chops. Have a good time, bro. I mean, that's good. You going with a lot of people? Or what are you doing? Uh, just one of my friends. Um, I'm actually <clears> taking <throat> Eric is drunk with. He's the driver. Oh, okay. that should go well. That that should be that should be awesome. What are you nuts? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> that should be entertaining. Uh, don't, vi- don't don't video that. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, I think it's going to be a pretty good Raw, dude, so uh, you should have a good time there, bro. And, I, again, I appreciate you um, hooking up uh, all, all the swag you're going to be rocking and uh, and the Taz Show signs. Now, you think they're going to try and take those signs from you before the show even starts? I've never had an issue. I and mean, I've I've been to the last four Raws, three Raws in Philly. I was at SummerSlam in Brooklyn. I, no, nobody, nobody says anything. See, the problem is the flags, bro. We don't... If you if we had the Taz show flags, you'd be rocking the flag and tailgate and everything, right? I absolutely would be waving a flag on Monday Night Raw. It's unbelievable. That's the process. Not your fault. And, then, and then while I'm tailgating in the parking lot, then you know I throw it across the hood. Oh come on, man! Oh, yeah, you drive around like the General Lee. General Lee. <laughs> Just the good old boys. Never meaning no. You remember that show, bro? Dukes has it. Yeah, absolutely. Love that show, General Lee, bro. He had the flag on top. It was painted. He had the uh, the Confederate flag. Don't do that. that can get you some heat. No, but uh, but no. Listen, uh, the thing is, bro, with the flags, it's very frustrating because it's no one's fault except me trying to do the right thing for you all. And what I mean by that, Slim, is this. Uh, we have several people behind the scenes here alone with me, dude, no lie, have just gone crazy trying to find some place that can make us custom flags. Now, that's that's the easy part. We've been communicating, no lie, Slim, with at least, geez, it's got to be six different companies that the flag wow. that sits behind Dennis. We have people that will make the flag, and they're awesome. That's not a problem. The issue is the price of the flag that the, we have to pay. And then turn around and charge you guys. Even if we didn't, even if we got the flag slim and got no pro, no profit for the flag, that's the flag. Because Dennis was out of the way. That's one of the flags. If you watch the video, um, but anyway, uh, the bottom yeah. line is this: the bottom line is this, slim. The, the friggin' flags cost so much money. I don't want to turn around and sell these flags to you guys for like you know fifty bucks a clip. It's too much money. And, right. and even if we buy a ton of them, it's in that range. So I'm trying to find somebody who can get us the flags made less expensive without killing the quality of it so you guys don't have to spend 50 bucks on a friggin' flag. You know what I mean? Well, all things come in good time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But see, that's right. me being honest, Slim. Nobody tell, You're a businessman. You own a business. Nobody does that. That's me being honest, bro. Yeah. 
You yeah. seem impressed. All right, good. Uh, I, I get it. I yeah. mean, it's cool. I, yeah. Don't get hot, can't... Slim. Calm down, Slim. You got an attitude. That's your problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you're ripping a sign up, phone in the fireplace. Frig this guy, Taz. Hell with him. Um, can I ask my question? Sure. It's your segment, pal. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go. Um, okay, so in true old school fashion, can you give me a good Taz Tradamus prediction for tonight? Oh, boy. Well, I was, I was Jones. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I, that's funny. Yeah, no. Well, I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the preview, right? So I, I think a, a layup, simple prediction, obviously is Seth Rollins. You know, I think that he's going to definitely uh, agree to the hold harmless agreement that Triple H is putting out there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think that'll get a big babyface pop. I do. Um, what I do think. This is tough to predict, but I'm going to put myself out there. I think somehow, some way, they want to go into WrestleMania with Seth Rollins being injured and get heat on him. Maybe Samoa Joe helps Triple H. Or probably better just to have it be Triple H. Maybe there's something for Samoa Joe to do at Mania right now. I don't think there is, right? I don't think so. Right. Yeah. So, regardless, Joe or no Joe, I think you got to go in with heat. Maybe after... um, you know, Seth agrees. Maybe he agrees from the stage or something. Maybe he's on crutches, hurt already. They got to go into this thing with, with Seth Rollins uh, as a wounded duck. You know what I mean? They have to. Like, more wounded than he is now. They really have to uh, because that's really going to paint Hunter as a heel prick. And you want, you want, um, you want uh, Seth Rollins, when he blows that comeback at Mania, for the place to come unglued. And, I, and the more heat you get on him now... And the more heat you get on him, like now going into Sunday and on Sunday, that, that right. leads to that big comeback. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. All right, brother. Look, uh, uh, let me let you bounce. Have a good time tonight. All right, man. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'll be there repping. Thanks for the support, man. Seriously. All right. See you. See you, Slim. There you go. Bad money, Slim. Philadelphia's own right there in Pennsylvania. Running around. You know, you know Dennis, do you understand the, uh, the business that this guy, what he owns, like what he does? He owns. Uh, it's called a saloon. I, I, yeah, I didn't want to misquote it, but it's like the only fully functional speakeasy. It's crazy. In yeah. whatever county in Pennsylvania. Somewhere in Pennsylvania, in. but it's it's a it's a total wrestling. Th- I've never been there, but I've seen stuff online about it. A wrestling theme, like the, it's really cool. Just wrestling shows on all the time, and guys just running around drinking a muck, you know, getting crazy. We should have Cowboy go there. He's a big drinker. Cowboy should go there and get faced. Take pictures of video. Cowboy. Be awesome. Cowboy hanging out. Bad Money Slim. Going to get him running around a little bit. Yeah, he's a big drinker, Cowboy. Big, big Jack Daniels guy. Sucks it down. Shows up here reeking like liquor left and right. Kids going to want to kill me. It's unbelievable. Stop! I can't help myself. All right. So going to get into a little deeper Raw preview. I was just dabbling in it there when I was talking to Bad Money Slim. Off the hooks. So you want off the hooks? We're going to give you off the hooks. This is the last match. So basically, this is your main event for WrestleMania. We're all going to, you know, myself, Dennis, uh, Andy will jump in here on the mic. We're going to give you off the hooks. Going to give you main event for WrestleMania fantasy booking right now in three, two, one. The Off the Hooks series with Taz. A weekly three-match mini supercar. All right, and throw up that uh, graphic, please, of thus far, myself and Dennis, where we are here. So there's your picks, right? 
right there on the screen, those that are watching the video. Leave that up for a second, uh, and I just want to read this. Uh, I'll, I will read uh, mine, and then Dennis will read his. All right, so my picks, match one, I had Neville versus Johnny Mundo. Match two, I had Charlotte versus uh, Lita. Match three, I had Cesaro versus Rick Rude. I should have put that higher in the card. Match four, I have Power Slam match. Braun Strowman versus The Warlord. Uh, match five, Seth Rollins versus Bret Hart. I'm going to read on my card. This card is better than, than the WrestleMania card, to be honest with you. Will you stop? Uh, also, uh, number six, high spot match, Jerry Lynn versus Austin Aries. Number seven, <clears throat> match seven, had Kenny Omega versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Man, I think I have a future in booking. Number eight, I had the Young Bucks versus the Eliminators. I'll give you my match nine. Dennis, give us your match one through eight. Dolph Ziggler versus Billy Gunn, match one. Match two, RVD versus Jeff Hardy versus Cody Rhodes in a ladder match. Match three, the Queen of the Ring tournament, which was leading up to that, and then a uh, elimination chamber for the women. Match four was Bray Wyatt versus Jake the Snake Roberts. Match five was the Man Meat match, which was the big show, Braun Strowman. The, yes. The men of, with the man meat. Just a lot of man meat. Match six was AJ Styles versus Macho Man Randy Savage. That's a good one. Match seven was Brock Lesnar versus the Great Muta. And match eight was a hell in the cell between Sting and The Undertaker. Okay. While you have the microphone, maybe you should give your match number nine right now or your main event for WrestleMania. Let us know what it is right now. Dennis, please. Thank you. It is Hulk Hogan. Versus Ric Flair versus Stone Cold versus The Rock in a fatal four-way. Sounds good, but cliche and simple. I'm just being honest. Sometimes the big names are the uh, easy wins. Here's my problem. Well, actually, I'm not going to tell you my problem until let Anthony. No, because then I'm going to tell you my problem because he's going to lead right into my problem. Anthony, uh, please jump in here on the show, the video producer of the show. You have an off the hook or your main event for Mania? I do. All right, please give it. It is my favorite wrestlers. It's Goldberg, Booker T, Rikishi, Taker, and Kenny Omega in an Elimination Chamber match. That's horrible. Thank you. That's horrible. Take care. Thanks for coming. Get back to work before I so, give you a beat. The reason why I just said to Anthony that's horrible, and the reason why I kind of snickered at you, Dennis, is it's simple. Okay? And we've heard a lot of fans call in and give these type of off the hooks. They're simple off the hooks. Because what they, let me finish. Let me finish. You're about to talk. Because what they, all you're doing is you're taking a bunch of big names and throw them in, in, in the ring. Okay, that's, 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 that's not booking. That's easy. That's like simple. That's like, you know, that's novice type. You know what I mean? Yeah, but isn't it, you're off the hooks? Like, I know it's simple, but that's. Well, it is you're off the hooks, but it has to really pass what I like. I mean, to be honest. <laughs> okay. Let's be honest. It's my show. I mean, we've okay. established this. No, but no, no. Okay, decide. I just don't, I don't think that. Doing something like just, yeah, it is your opinion, but that's what I do. I critique people's opinions and thoughts and their actions. I do that every day. That's how I get paid. So I, for those type of matches, like, you know, look, 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 look let's at the beginning. If, if you back up for a second. If you listen to the beginning of what Anthony said from the control room just a moment ago here on Live on the Taz Show, he, he basically said, and he's, I don't want to misquote the man. It's all my favorite wrestlers. That, are we, what are we, in friggin' fourth grade? I mean, what, what is that? 
But men. isn't that the idea of fantasy booking? You could defend him all you want. You could well, I mean, I, I'm, in the, I'm in the same boat as him right now because I. Well, because you, you, and a lot of fans have done the same thing, and it's, it's. I know. Oh, Taz is ridiculing. Taz is bitter. Taz is angry. Taz is bitching. Taz is mad. Yes, 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 and yes, yes, yes. yes. Correct. Because I don't like those type matches. I like better booking, succinct booking. Don't just give me a bunch of wrestlers that throw them in a match. Not just you, Dennis. People do it. They call in. It's supposed to be fun. I take the fun out of it. That's my gimmick. The mood has changed. Are you ready for mine? Because, see, mine is booking. No matter how I feel about it. No, you're going to like it. I'm sure I will. You've you've done a great job with yours. I thank you. That's what I do. I think you're going to like it. I really do. I hope you like it. All right. My main event for my off-the-hooks fancy booking for WrestleMania is simple. It's for the ultimate world heavyweight championship. Just ultimate. That means the top crown of wrestling. It's a simple one-on-one match. Not 60 guys. Not 150 guys. Not cliche guys. Not guys that have been pushed down people's throat that are mainstream guys. One guy is. The other guy's not. Well, no, it's the truth. This is a match that would have been a great match. Definitely in the mid to late 90s. So here's the match for the Ultimate World Heavyweight Championship. Have the Nature Boy Ric Flair. That sounds cliche. It's one-on-one match against the franchise Shane Douglas. That's a match. Has to be a promo before the match by both guys in the ring. A little promo battle, and then they have a match. See, that match right there, for those that remember how much Shane would rip and bury Ric Flair and how deep and nasty those promos were on ECW TV. And Shane underratedly great in his promo work. Underratedly great. And his work rate more underrated. Ric Flair, obviously one of the greatest of all time. There's no doubt his promo work and his in-ring work. That match, there are a lot of people that are listening or watching me right now that are like, oh yeah, that's badass. I want to see that. Dennis, you know who Shane Douglas is? The franchise, ECW legend. Yeah. What were his colors? What were his colors? Oh, there you go. You don't know who he is. That's okay. No! They were gold and black, like uh, Boston Bruins or Steelers. You know. Right, but, I yeah. mean... That was his colors. Well, if you said, who were Taz's colors? You would know. But you're distinctly orange and black. No, his... but his, he was, uh, he was distinctly gold and black. He was. Okay. He was. I mean, if I say, oh, the franchise Shane Douglas versus Ric Flair... Hey, Dennis, do you remember? Do you know Shane? You go, yeah, the franchise. You basically just said what I said. <laughs> well, if you said, do you know who Ric Flair is? I would say the Nature Boy. Like, if you got a nickname, right. you got a nickname. <laughs> it's not a nickname. We call it, you know what we call it? We, you don't know. I don't know. We call it a moniker. It's better than a nickname. You know why? Because kids in clubhouses or treehouses have nicknames. You know, men have monikers. <laughs> that's a, that's, well that's true. You're a lumberjack. Well that's not your nickname. That's your I don't moniker. know. I, I belong in a clubhouse. Well, that's a different story. You do belong in a clubhouse. A clubhouse. A clubhouse, I should say. You do. Well, there's the off the hooks. Last time we did off the hooks for Mania, I think, uh, the, what's his face? The captain, Tom, who disappeared. Work with a guy. Buy a hat. Work with a guy every day. Just completely disappears. Forget you're alive. And um, you'll do the same thing. It's fine. 
Not okay. I'm used to it. They ride the train. Resume building Jones. See you later. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? That's what happens. Handsome John is the only guy who's not like that. Test one, too. I hear from Handsome Johnny sometime. That's why he's handsome. Fancy man. <laughs> Gotta go to break in a second here. Hey, uh, James in North Carolina, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hello, James. Hey, what's going on? How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. I oh. have some interesting points to bring up. <clears throat> Let's do it. Um, I'm not promoting another show on your show. Well, right there, there's a problem. I'm not, I'm not, I promise. I'm just talking about... <laughs> Go ahead, I'm teasing. Sam Roberts interviewed Shawn Michaels. First of all, Sam Roberts is my friend. We're, 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 we're boys. It's no problem. You could say Sam Roberts. It's all good. And Shawn Michaels said something I thought was very interesting. What did he say? He said that he was asked to come back for a match for Mania. With AJ Styles. Which would have been amazing. With AJ Styles, right? Yep. It would have been amazing for sure. And if Sean said that, I believe it. But he said his career, he said it was like a tragedy like Romeo. Not a tragedy, but he said it was like a... He said that basically if he came back, he could be diminishing. He left on such a good note of that he said that he could be diminishing... His, leg- his legacy. Yeah. Okay, well... I didn't hear the interview with Sam, and I'm not saying you're a liar, but if he said that, I completely disagree with Sean, and I respect Sean, but, I mean, he got a monster push, became a household name, and made millions of dollars under the WWE banner, and he's still in good standing with them for good reason, because he's a good dude and he's a professional. And I like Sean. Thank you, James, for calling. It's very tough to take a guy like Sean Michaels, and I disagree with Sean and tarnish his legacy any way, shape, or form. Now, again, I didn't hear the interview. I'm just going by what James is saying. If Sean alluded to or said something like, I can't wrestle like I used to, and that could diminish my legacy, then that's a different story. Then that I agree with Sean on. I don't know what Sean meant. I didn't hear it. I'm just going by what this caller said. So, again, don't misquote me. But maybe I'm saying if Sean meant, he probably didn't mean it. If he meant, well, if I had to lose to AJ, then that could hurt my legacy, then I would disagree with Sean completely because he's a made guy and he wants to see someone's in-ring career who was handled tragically. It's the guy you're hearing his voice right now in WWE. That's how tragedies are dealt with in WWE as far as wrestlers. (laughs) Sean was at a whole other level than me. My in-ring career was handled like a tragedy by those people. Let's be honest. Not Sean. But I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't have time to listen to the whole thing. I'll ask Sam what he said. No disrespect to you, James. I just want to make sure I don't misquote the guy. But Sean had an amazing career. And he's a good dude. And uh, I don't think his legacy would be hurt one bit unless Sean is saying, I can't go in the ring like I used to go. Then, then I agree with Sean. And especially with someone like an AJ Styles to keep up with AJ. And I'll tell you the problem with that match. On the other side of the break, by the way, if you do AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels, as great as it sounds as fantasy booking, that's off the hooks. I will tell you the problem with that, okay? Uh, in, in, in my opinion, what I wouldn't like about it. Other side of the break, we'll handle that. Taz Show also uh, going to get deeper into the Raw preview. Take some more calls. Facebook Live will be 
in 30 minutes. We'll do that. We're about the gimmick chat right now. Very busy, Tash Show. Be right back. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. back here uh man i gotta tell you what a little side note before i get talking about the possibilities well it's not gonna happen now but with aj styles and Shawn michaels i'll get to that second i gotta tell you you know i'm a big fan of a back many people here on the taz show bacon egg and cheese i have one of the best backs you're ever gonna have at a lacrosse game believe it or not on long island strong island as we call it my son had a game over the weekend a high school varsity game and had one of the shacks there, you know, the Parents Association raised money for the team. We were away, we weren't at home. And um, I was hungry. It was an early game and I, I, I needed something to eat. And I saw on a sign, it said Beck, $2.25. Dennis, that's cheap for a Beck. That's, that's a steal. That's a steal. Let me tell you something. Three eggs, one piece of cheese, three pieces of bacon on a freshly baked bun from a local bakery. A roll, I should say, not a bun, a roll. Holy piss ants. This thing was delicious. Might have been the best Beck I've had in a long time. No disrespect to Chef Mike. I got to tell you, Strong Island, as we call it, Long Island doesn't get enough respect for the Beck game or the Sec game. Not just in Brooklyn, Queens, Manhattan, and the boroughs, five boroughs. You got to go out to Long Island. Many good delis. This was at a, a high school at their shack. The guy was making it right there. Scramble Jones. It was unbelievable. $2.25. And you get an Arizona iced tea, a Gatorade, dollar each, and a bottle of water. Six bucks, I'm all in. I was hydrating. Six bucks, all in. That's a steal. Right, anyway, let's figure that shit out with you guys. No one cares. All right, so regardless, uh, I was talking about what I wouldn't like with this match on paper, which sounds amazing, between AJ Styles and, and Shawn Michaels. Two of, well, definitely AJ, one of the best in the world right now, and Shawn in his prime, one of the best in the world ever. Um both men in their prime, sign me up, love to watch it. I'd watch Sean versus AJ now. Totally. Nothing but respect for Sean, as I said on the other side of the break. Before the break, I should say. But the reason why I wouldn't like it is real simple. I'm one of those guys that believes WrestleMania or any big show, not just WWE programming, it's it should be the bulk of the show should be the guys in the now. Not guys from yesteryear. It's a young man's business or a young person's business, not to be chauvinistic. So I do think that I'd rather see AJ Styles versus, I know, two different brands, but with Seth Rollins, you know, whatever, just off the top of my head. You know, I'm just saying, like, I, I would love to see, you know, or bring in a Kenny Omega comes in to the company. I just thrown out a fancy booking. And Kenny Omega versus AJ Styles. Then, then AJ Styles versus Shawn Michaels. Only because it's like I believe in the guys that are in the company humping the road. 
I think Shawn Michaels, at the end of the day, he'd agree with that because he was a guy who humped the road and paid his dues tenfold for a lot of years. So he, he knows what I mean. <laughs> but that's my only thing that I wouldn't like about it. I'm, I'm not one of those guys that loves when they bring in a nostalgic wrestler from yesteryear and he gets an opportunity to go in there and compete against a current guy. Um, I think it's okay to do that for the show purposes once in a while, and you got to have at least one match like that. Um, so what do they do? They take AJ and they put him in there with Shane, who's not a nostalgic act, but he's not a full-time wrestler, which they built a, they built a great story with these two cats. And then on the other side, you got Seth and, uh, and, and, and you know, uh, Triple H, another guy in Triple H that's not a full-time guy, but... To, to Triple H's credit, he's been working live events lately. In tag team form, I believe. <clears throat> they know they had a big show last night in White Plains. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, you know, in Westchester County in New York here. You're not far from White Plains, right, where you live, Dennis? That is right down the road from me. Why didn't you go to the show? They were, they were there yesterday. I would have liked to, but I... What in the Civic Center? Where was it? The Westchester County oh, Center. Oh, the County Center. Yeah, I worked there. How far is that for Poughkeepsie? It's not far from Poughkeepsie, right? No, Poughkeepsie, it's a, a little, little further far. up, right? Maybe yeah. half hour, maybe 40 minutes up. Yeah, about 45. Yeah, I worked in that whole area a lot. But um, but White Plains always was a, a great area. You know, WWF has done tons, and WWE, uh, once they turned over, done tons of shows up there. I've worked there myself for them. So um, what was the other thing I was going to say uh, about uh, Shawn Michaels and... And AJ Styles, I feel that um, I, I like I said, it's no disrespect on Sean. I do think it'd be great, but um, uh, and uh, oh, by the way, let me give a little shout out here. Retweet City at it's Malcolm Chaos. I'm saying his name wrong. He basically basically said he tweeted me about Sean Michaels. What he said on Sam's show basically said that he would have wanted to give the fans HBK, comparing it to Tony Soprano. Hashtag the Taz Show. Hashtag RTG. So, I guess that's what it is then. He, 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 Shawn Michaels, feels like he wouldn't be able to, it would diminish his legacy because he couldn't go in there and work like he worked as HBK. That makes sense. I didn't understand initially what, what he meant because I didn't hear the interview. So, that's why I should always listen or get proper information from people before you give opinions on it. Sometimes I'm guilty of that too. I know you guys think I'm perfect, but I'm really not. I try to be. Sometimes I say I'm perfect, but I'm really not. Hey, uh, Matt in Florida, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Good moment. I had an off-the-hook and a scenario to get Finn Balor into WrestleMania. Go, do it. My off-the-hook is John Cena versus Big Van Vader. Oh, wow, that's interesting. Um, wow, what, I'm just curious. What made you come up with that? That's different. Well, it's the, the Vader from around 92 yeah. when he had his big feud with Sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looked, sure. He looked his strongest, and... I think they would gel together pretty good. I don't know. I don't. I got to be honest, Matt. I don't. I think it's an intriguing match. I don't. I don't think they would gel from a physical standpoint. I think John needs guys who he can work off of, and a guy like Vader is—he's the same way as John. He needs guys to work off because they're you know big, strong guys. Where you know Vader obviously doesn't have as much muscle mass as Cena, different physiques as we know, but. You need guys like an AJ Styles, like a Seth Rollins, uh, you know, like a Sabu, like a like a Van Dam, those type guys, like a Rey Mysterio, like an Eddie Guerrero, those type of guys work off of guys that are so talented, they could do anything in the ring, and and you could react, you could physically react with them easily. I think a guy like Cena and Vader have that in common. Does that make sense? 
It does. I think, though, Vader, at that time, Vader was more, you know, flexible and agile. Yeah, he was. You're his right. WF career was more, you know, his big fat. And, well, he had a lot of injuries. He was a big man. He had a long football career. He played football, D1 football at University of Colorado. I mean, his, his knees were a little banged up. His body was banged up. And then he had a long, successful wrestling career. So, Vader, a very successful guy. And um, I only met him once. He seemed like a good dude. I didn't really know him that well, to tell you the truth. Uh, I actually made him twice, I think. But uh, And what else you got? Okay, do you think this, I don't know if this has been talked about, but the, the Goldberg-Lesnar match, I think it's going to be a pretty quick match, but I think Lesnar will win. Do you think that after uh, Lesnar wins and destroys uh, Goldberg, that maybe Paul Heyman comes in and cuts some type of promo saying that, you know, Lesnar is the greatest of all time. He's beaten everyone. He's, you know, the beast. And then out comes the music of the demon Finn Balor. Now he's the only one now yeah. of the new guys that Lesnar hasn't beat. Uh, Paul Did Hayden I talk about of, this last week? Yeah, I think I did I, say this. Yeah, I'm not sure about this scenario, but maybe Paul Heyman, you know, makes fun of the size of Finn Balor, and you know, look at this small little guy. You know, you know what we're going to do. Uh, you know, Brock Lesnar is the beast incarnate. We're going to beat the first ever uh, Universal Champion right now. Why don't we put this up as Brock Lesnar's first uh, title defense and end Mania that way instead of ending it you know, on a sour note, being like a quick 20-second match. Yeah, I, hear. I don't think they're going to go 20 seconds, uh, Brock. I hope they don't. That'll be bad. I don't think they're going to do that, Brock and um, Goldberg. That's number one, uh, Matt. Also, number two, I, I, I know uh, this was discussed. Maybe a caller called in and discussed. I, I want to see Finn interjected and become the Universal Champion. I, uh, I don't think it would be the way you said it, and thank you for calling. Uh, I don't think, Matt, it would be that way. I, I think that kills the momentum. A show's got to be done, especially the size of WrestleMania, going to the main event and the main event ends. It's got a crescendo. It's got to climax up. It's got to climax up. So if you climax up, then you can do that promo like you just said, Matt. It's like, it kind of just, you know, just peters down. You know what I mean? You can't do that, you know? So I, I think that's important. So if something like that happens, like has been discussed here on the Taz Show, not just from you, Matt, if uh, something like that happens, and, okay, so boom, Brock wins, new Universal Champ, boom, 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 shotgun booking, as we would call that. Next thing you know, here comes Finn, and Paul's got to say something on the mic, you know, and make the match, which is a little rough goings anyway. Paul's not qualified to make a match. So so uh, it kills momentum a little bit. If they do do any kind of stick work, mic work, at the end of Brock winning, I do think that it would be quick, succinct, to the point to keep the momentum high in that climax. When you watch the show, any of these shows, especially big shows, watch how it climax up. And if you're going to come back down, you got to get them back up again. It's a, it's, it's a tough thing. So, um, But we'll see. Uh, let's see what happens tonight. I think tonight will tell us a little bit more in regards to Finn Balor. I mean, if there's any presence whatsoever of Finn, maybe tonight's the night. I cannot remember what I said out here because I was on the fly booking. About Finn. Dennis, help me. Do you remember anything there? I mean, do you remember anything? Timber! Don't get thrown off by the sound effects, though. Just, just tell me if you remember. You wanted, you wanted him to come out tonight. Finn. Finn, yes. Right. And Because like you said, he, he never lost. He relinquished it because he was yes. injured. Now, you disagreed with this. Now, it's coming back to me. Yes. Okay. I, th- I think he appears after... Uh, Either to, the, tomorrow. The Raw. The, the Raw, raw, the yeah, raw yeah, after. The, the pay-per-view. And then challenges. Because Goldberg's going to be gone. 
you right. would, you would think. Right, right. So if Lesnar wins, which that's how I'm leaning, Finn comes back, and then that's how they build to that, and then it's a long. I I think Finn takes off him, off Brock it, at SummerSlam. Okay, that's what you said. Which is, I think a lot of people would agree with you, and it's not a bad idea. Um, I what I'd like to see because I don't go with the flow. I, and I don't try to be disgruntled and go against the flow either. I just go with my feelings, and I don't really read a lot of stuff and people's thoughts. I go by my gut and my experience and how I think booking should be done or is done or whatever. Now it's come back. It came back to me. I think I predicted, not predicted. I was hoping to see a three-way at Mania where the odd man out wins, where the odd man is Finn Finn Balor, where he's really not in this feud with these guys. He's undersized compared to both these guys. And somehow tonight you interject Finn in and make it a three-way, make Mania even bigger and better than it's being plugged. That's what I said, right? Yes. Yeah. God, I hope I'm right. I think lately, you know, WWE hears what I say, and now they're going opposite. Like, you know, We'll show you, Taz. Yeah. I think their whole <laughs> booking meeting is around me. That's what I think. They I, start I, at 9 o'clock. They're like, well, what did Taz say on a show? <laughs> Exactly. We'll no. Go the, we'll go the other. I think Vince is getting a report. All right, can we do a report on the Taz show? Let's go over this. I think they go over the Taz show first, right? And then they discuss, okay, well, Taz said this. Let's go this way. Taz said this. Well, we can't hack him, damn it. He'll rip us. He'll play that sound effect. That son of a bitch. I hate him. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. That's what will probably happen. He'll play that sound effect that, I was, that we're hacking him. Sick of that sound effect, and I'm sick of the Taz show signs at Raw. My impersonation of Vince panicking. I don't even know if Vince knows I'm alive anymore. Saw him at the SmackDown 900 when I was there doing that ECW thing. Went in his office. Hey, Vince, how you doing? Looked at me. You want, a, you want an autograph? What do you want, son? He's like, how'd you get in here? <laughs> how'd you get in here? What, what, are, you, what are you doing here? I thought, I thought you are gone. What, what are you doing? You're in TNA still? What are you doing? Oh, you work for TNA? No, Vince, I left there about two years ago. Oh, damn it. <laughs> well, tell Jeff Jarrett I didn't say hello. I'm like, what? I don't work there, sir. <laughs> no, 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 that's not what happened. We actually had a really good talk. But, um, yeah, I think Vince has been hacking me a lot, though. Now I think he's going the opposite way. Reverse. He's going reverse. <laughs> he's going the opposite of what I'm saying. No, I would... Okay, I'm having fun here. But I, I definitely would like to see... Uh, I would love to see that, where they interject Finn. You know, they're probably not going to. I mean, they're going to go with the simple, safe booking of what you suggested, Dennis. Because that's how people think now. It's the simple way so we can get him at SummerSlam. And it's simple. Simple doesn't always mean good. It usually doesn't mean good. It's safe. That's safe booking. Cause I'm, it's tough because I like your idea. I just think they value Brock so much, rightfully so. He's phenomenal. Yes. And it's like if you interject Finn, now they're worried. Like, well, well, well if Finn wins, then it makes Brock look weak. And it's like, no, no. Listen, here's from a wrestling perspective, a booking perspective. Just for you know, and the audience that listens or watch my show understands my thought process. It's a few things. One, it it buttons up the story that this guy never lost his title, Finn Balor, and he deserves the shot at it on the biggest stage. Okay, he was the first ever Universal Champion, correct? 
Yes. And then he had to relinquish it due to injury the next night. And it was a sad deal, but it was a real deal. I still feel they should have kept they should have kept that thing on Kevin Owens and and have at WrestleMania Kevin Owens versus Finn Balor for the Universal Title. That's what I think they should have done. Too late for that. That's not happening. Back to Finn being in the Lesnar Goldberg match. Now, so I think a it checks that box. The box of well, Finn never lost his title. He deserves an opportunity to get his title back on the grandest stage, the biggest stage, the ultimate thrill ride. Will you stop? Is the newest marketing thing that they're using. The Taz Show. That should be our new gimmick here. The ultimate thrill ride. I should just start hacking everyone. I should just steal that from them. The Taz Show. Running the game. Over like Rover. The ultimate thrill ride. That sounds good, actually. So, I digress. So, you check the box off by you having Finn. Okay? You have Finn interjected in that, in that match with Lesnar and Goldberg. And then you have Finn win at WrestleMania and become the Universal Champ. So that takes care of the problem, in my view, of, well, those guys aren't going to work live events and not going to be on the road, and Goldberg is going to ride off into the sunset at the end of this thing anyway. Thanks for coming. And then, you know, Lesnar could still be the attraction he is, in my opinion. The other thing that it does, Dennis, that you need to understand is, and for those that haven't wrestled matches, wouldn't really get this completely. Again, I'm probably wrong on the list as far as this happening. But I'm t- giving you the reasons why, I, how I would pitch it in an agent meeting or a producer's meeting and how the other wrestlers in the room, the agents, would agree with this. <laughs> Finn adds an important element to that match. Time. He buys you physical time in the match. Time, ha- meaning the duration of the match. That's what Finn does. You didn't think of that, correct? You didn't, Dennis. Don't try and. It act makes like sense because like every, everybody knows the the Lesnar Goldberg match is not one. Why? Why do you say things like you do that? Why do you do that? I have. To, can I discuss something with you? Sure. You you have a uh, a condescending facial expression. You do a lot, and you roll your eyes like, "Well, yeah, Taz, that's obvious." And not just me. You do it off air. And here's the thing: Have the, you always been like that? Sure. It's annoying, but there's a lot of things about me that are annoying. I'll work on that. But 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 I'm, no, but I'm saying because it it it, it, it kind of makes me feel like well you. No, because if I you're, say you're dismissing what I'm saying. No, because if I say yet, yeah, like obviously time is a huge factor. For, the main event for Mania should last longer than whatever the Lesnar met. So if I agreed with you, you're gonna be like, oh well, now you're just agreeing. Like either I'm hacking you or I'm agreeing to no, agree. No, but it, how it, about you try this one? Just be honest. I think it, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I just, didn't, know if you, I just I'm saying. Tell me how you when I say that to you. Tell me how you how did you feel when I said it? What did you think in your brain about? It adds time to the match. It makes perfect sense. It didn't shock me. It was. It just. It wasn't something that I brought up. But well, you didn't think of it. Right. Right. Exactly. I did. So yeah. right. Let's say so. So the thing is, you add time to that match, and you add a physical storytelling to the match. Because let me ask you this, and anybody else who would agree with you, and again, you're probably right on the way they're going to go. I'm not saying you're wrong, <laughs> because Which they're going to. No, they're going to go the safe route probably. When you add Finn to that match, it not only adds time, it adds someone that can do the most important part in that match, which is selling. You need someone that can sell to tell the physical story. Is Brock going to sell? I, 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 
I don't know who sold worse as far as physically selling, me or him. Okay, I, I sucked at selling too. Is Goldberg going to sell? Well, Goldberg's up there with me and Brock with selling. I mean, so, <laughs> I mean, and I tried to sell, trust me. But what I'm saying is neither of those guys' strong suit is selling. Those guys are Sherman tanks that come right at you and beat the F out of you. You know what I mean? So you need someone in that match that can give you time and can give you the physical storytelling. And a major part of physical storytelling is selling. That's how I think. I don't think safe booking. I don't think what websites say and copy-paste Twitter accounts say, well, let's see. Let me fantasy book because they're going to want to go with these guys for SummerSlam. And you go on to the next show. And, and that's where WWE, Dennis, is messed up in a little bit. Because they're going that right. Instead of going against the frigging grain. I know when I worked with Paul all those years in ECW. Uh, and, and I got to tell you this, too. You can say what you want about Vince Russo. At times, in, in, in when I was with him at TNA and Eric Bischoff, they would go the opposite way you would think. Because that's... Shock and awe booking. WWE, you did shock and awe booking a little bit with this angle with Brock and Goldberg. Do it again. Add this kid into that match. They did shock and awe booking. What was the shock and awe booking? Whatever show it was, SummerSlam. When, Some, uh, when, Survivor Series. Thank you. When, um, when we did a special then. When Goldberg beat him in whatever it was, a minute and yeah, like 20 seconds. Like it was crazy. So... You know, they shock and audit right there, I, I, and they shock and audit with Goldberg. I'm sorry, with Brock Lesnar, and um, <laughs> I just thought of something. And they shock and audit with uh, with Lesnar and uh, and Randy Orton. I'm gonna go to break right now. I will start a break. I got a lot of phone calls to clear. I got Facebook Live at Facebook.com/slash/TashShow, and I just thought of something. Now I'm gonna tell you this on the other side. What's the common? I guess denominator is the right word. Or a common theme, thread, or whatever. In that shock and awe booking they did with Lesnar and Orton and Lesnar and Goldberg. I'll tell you that that is. Other side of break. Taz Show. Sit tight. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so I noticed during the break, I was just checking out some breaking news as we're live here. Not in wrestling news, NFL news. The Oakland Raiders seems like they got enough votes to not be Oakland anymore. Talked about this a while back here in the show. You guys that are sports fans, football fans, heard the scuttlebutt possibility of Las Vegas. Welcome to the fabulous Las Vegas. Sounds like uh, the Raiders um, got enough votes and they're going to make that move. The Las Vegas Raiders. I said this a while back. Holy marketing Jones. They are going to make crazy loot on uh, the merch. Especially in Vegas. It's such a gigantic tourist capital. Worldwide. And not only that, like, you know, the Raider logo itself, the Shield logo, which some say kind of resembles how they hacked me with the Rover logo. It's kind of a little bit of a copycat logo if you think about it. A little bit. If you look at the uh, Shield behind Dennis, hey, shoot that at, uh, yeah, just right there. You're good, Dennis. See the Shield's a little bit like, you know, uh, you're good, Dennis. Wake up. Wake up, Dennis. Dennis, put your head down on the table like you're back in school. 
Anyway, uh, so the Raiders are going to be the Las Vegas Raiders, it seems like. I'll tell you what, big money. Big money right there. That's big money. Don't change the logo. Don't change the shield. Don't change their colors. Maybe add, I don't know, one color to it. A, like a third color. Keep the silver and black. That's the gimmick. Maybe just to give some kind of a... That logo is iconic. Don't touch that shield. I patch Jones. Don't touch it. You think they will, Dennis? No? No, they're going to... They'll be the Vegas Raiders. They're, you can't... Just don't change nothing. You can't. I think add one little color. Uh, no, no, because you want to... You what wanna, color? Well, I'm not talking about like an aqua or a turquoise. I'm talking about a little tougher color. Maybe, hypothetically, hypothetically. Maybe red. But not not a lot of red. Just hear me out for a second. Then I'm going to go on and continue about the the, the, the thing that is the... Uh, shock and awe. Thank you. The shock and awe booking of, that I need to tell you guys about what... Get back to the radius for a second. Red. Around the numbers. A light outline of red. In the, uh, in the patch, just a little red somewhere, like a little bit. Keep it silver and black, and just add a little bit of red as the third color. A little, maybe in the stripe on it, a little bit of red, not a lot. You got to give something to Brandon that's new, instead of just keeping it the same. But I'm just saying, very little, man. I'm, I'm big into the logo stuff. I'm big into that. Like, that stuff's important. I'm very curious to see what they do with that, with that, with the branding of it. If you go and turn it around completely and change it, it's a horrible, horrible nightmare. Don't do that. Don't. Whatever you do, don't. It would be horrible. Not today. All right. So I'm going to get back to the phones in a second. So I was talking about shock and awe booking. What is the, the What was the parallel between the shock and awe booking that WWE did with Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar? What's the parallel of the shock and awe booking they did with Brock Lesnar getting beat real quick by Goldberg. The parallel is Paul Heyman. So that leads me to believe that Paul was a big part of the booking of those two matches, those angles. That's, and I was just telling you guys about, that's, you need shock and all booking. Going into this thing with, and tonight we'll know, and then we'll see tomorrow and I'll talk about it. Going into this match with Goldberg and Lesnar and just keeping the way it is, Doing what you're saying, Dennis, and a lot of people are agreeing with you, and a lot of people are saying this. You've seen this report, correct? SummerSlam, Finn Balor versus Brock. Finn beats Brock. Right? Yes, yeah. no, speak, sir. Yes. Speak. What's the matter? Is there something wrong? You seem concerned. No, no, no. Is I, right? um, my wheels are turning. You see, <laughs> I thought maybe you had a fart or something. You kind of had that look in your face. I, mean, I, th I thought maybe you had, like, a gas or something. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You're right. You seem a little bit down in the dumpster. You're right? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Some of us have a job where we can't come to work and fall asleep on the table like you did a moment ago. You, you literally put your head down and just, you were counting Z's. I said duck, not sleep. I'm like, hey, duck, then I see the shield. And next thing you know, you're like, out like a light. That's like unbelievable. That's, my narcolepsy kicked in. <laughs> oh. yeah, exactly. Uh, hey, uh, Elmer, in Texas, you are on the Taz Show and you're on Facebook Live. That's a new gimmick. Awesome. <laughs> I'm glad I'm over like we're over. You're over like we're over. Dennis is... Kind of over. He's got, he's got a t-shirt, though. He's got a t-shirt. Um, what's up, bro? Talk to me. I'm good, man. Just trying to get my two last off the hook so we can get ready for the ultimate thrill ride. Yes. Scott, do it, do it, do it. Yes. 
then I got my intercontinental match, Eddie Guerrero versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, nice, nice, nice. And then I got the ultimate baby face, John Cena versus the ultimate heel, Tetsurio Natio from Los Ingobernables de wow. Japón. Look at this guy, Swerve City Jones. Okay, nice. Uh, what else you got going on? Uh, that's it. I'm oh, yeah? Let's, let's have a great week for the WrestleMania. I can't wait to hear your predictions and your insights. You have a hear uh, you have a watch or you listen to um any of the specials, Elmar, I've done after big WWE pay per views? Anything that involves you, I'll listen to it. Thank so, you, buddy. I'm in. I'm I in. appreciate that. I appreciate it. Thank you, Elmar, very much. Yeah, uh a lot of people are asking, you know, what's the deal? Is there gonna be a special after WrestleMania? A tag show post? No propaganda bull is this gonna happen? Is this gonna happen, really? Is it going to be a non-WWE guest-driven... Well, I've done specials with WWE guests. I shouldn't say that. I'm like a hypocrite. So, i got to be careful of that. No, but uh, is this special? I don't know. Let's put it this way. Maybe some news later on dropping. Let's just put it that way. It's, it's got to the point where I think a lot of people just expect it. So, I'm not going to get too detailed. Yes, you have something You don't want easy booking. I don't. I don't want to just... But, you know... Let's just put it this way. I got a feeling that the Taz Show team will probably not be watching WrestleMania in, where we normally would. Let's put it that way. Like, you know, in your home or, you know, whatever, on, on your TV or whatever, whatever the F you people do. You know, I'm just saying, so something, something could be coming down. I'm not allowed to say nothing right now, but later I will. I'm just not allowed. I'm just they, they, your hands I, are tied currently. I, I can't. I, I'm told the, the last time I got yelled at. Like, what are you? What are you, an idiot? You can't say nothing. Be quiet until we tell you. Don't say anything. What are you, stupid? That's what I deal with here. I get attacked and yelled at by these friggin' people I, I work for. We're on Facebook Live right now. I'll get to those guys in a minute. Hey, Mike of Pennsylvania, you're on the Taz show. Good moment, Taz. Good moment, my friend. Um, I just had an off the hook. Um, I wanted to run by you and then. I'm- I wanted to put you over. Yeah, go go for it. Um, I I have three. I was wondering if I could give them real quick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I have uh, Paige versus Sweet Soraya. Okay. An Extreme Rules match. Cool. I have Oscar Os- versus Bull Nakano. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. And I have the Bullet Club consisting of Omega, Gallows, Anderson, Adam Cole, and uh, Finn Balor versus okay. DX of Michaels, Triple H. X-Pac, Road Dogg, and Billy Gunn. That's a lot of guys. Um, all right, cool. What that was the other thing? Survivor Series. Survivor Series. All right, what was the other, what was the other thing you, you want to say? Um, I just wanted to uh, put you over. Yes, please. Do and uh, ever since I got my uh, girlfriend into wrestling, yes. um, she's been really into it. So um, I've been using all of the audio on demands to uh, get her, her to learn about what's oh. going on. I thought you were using it to get her in the mood. I'm like, dude, that's kind of weird. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Dennis, that's where he was going, probably right? That I, would probably work. Uh, you think that would work? Oh, uh, really? I don't know. There's a lot of weird that's There's a lot of weird talk that goes on here. Yeah, well, no, that that's cool, bro. Okay. I mean, that's cool, man. I, I'm, I'm glad that. So, wait, you're telling me not only did I get you to meet this girl, but I got you and her into wrestling one. That's what you said? Yes. That's really not what you said, but thank you. <laughs> you didn't say that, did you? No, right? No, I got her once. I got her into wrestling because we went to the SmackDown show last week. Oh yeah, in Pittsburgh. Right, right. And uh, and then I 
um, used all the audio on demand. To oh, I got you now. Okay. Catch her up on everything that's I happening. See. Okay, brother. Well, listen, man. That's really cool, Mike. I appreciate it, dude. Seriously. And um, what do you call it? Uh, appreciate you calling, bro. Yep. Thank you. Take care, Mike. Have a good one. And I'll tell your girl we said hello. Okay? All right. Well, adios, big guy. There you go. Mike in Pennsylvania. Good caller right there. Yeah. You know, it's uh, going to give you a raw preview in a minute. Got a lot of thumbs up from the Facebook Live. People give me a lot of thumbs up. People love me, and I love them. It's really that simple. Yeah. Uh, I said I was going to give a uh, Raw um, preview. I kind of touched on different things on Raw. So we've got the WrestleMania go home tonight on Raw, and it's in Philadelphia, which is a big, big, gigantic hotbed for wrestling. Is there something you want to say, sir? No, I just I love Philly. Philly's a great crowd. You like the Philly cheesesteaks? Oh, come on. The best, dude. Come on. The best, yeah. Uh, you know, I was really eating help, like during my ECW heyday. You That's know, tough. It was hard. I was, you know, really watching my diet, so it was hard. I mean, I, I, won't, I don't want to say I haven't partaken a couple of my day when I was working down there a lot, but, man, it was tough. It was tough. I tell you, I didn't eat, eat as many as I wanted to. I can assure you that. So, uh, and basically, the ECW catering, for the, before I continue with this Raw uh, preview, for those that don't know, I might have touched this in the past. We had catering at ECW. It was basically, you ever go to the movie theaters and you see that gigantic bag of popcorn? <laughs> Do you ever see those, like, those big yeah, bags? Yeah, like, like, they're huge, like five feet tall. They would take that. I think somebody who worked backstage, like one of the grips, you know, that mm-hmm. worked, he was like, uh, he worked at a movie theater. And he would just steal the popcorn, <laughs> bring it, and they put it in a bowl, and they had a pitcher of water. That was our cater. Pitcher of water and popcorn. Gotta eat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we had. You guys are in the match, like, picking popcorn out of your teeth. There's popcorn everywhere. That's the truth. Told told the truth. Yep. Big, giant-ass bag. Is that why you use the Tasmission? People will get it stuck in their throat. You're like, help, let me help you. Absolutely. No! So, anyway, um, uh, raw preview. So, WrestleMania Go Home in Philly, best place to be in. That, New York, one of those, your Chicago, one of those big, you know, hotbeds. Great place to be in. Great crowd. Don't kill them. Raw, don't kill them tonight. Do the right thing. And they're promoting Goldberg and Brock Lesnar face-to-face. That's a must-see. Will Taz be right? Will we see Finn Balor interjecting in this match? No. I'm probably wrong. Dennis is like, dude, you don't have a shot. You had the look on your face like, no. When the wheels were spinning before... I would like if Finn won Money in the Bank. Then you could tease the whole when's he going to cash in angle. Again, safe. Hey. Let me finish. Safe, predictable booking. Dude, not knocking you. That's what they've been doing, WWE. Shock and awe only happens when Heyman's involved. Heyman's involved in this match. I'm going to hedge my bet. Shock and awe. You need shock and awe. No more safe booking. I love shock and awe. You just you don't see it anymore. I know. I know that. That's what I'm saying. Do you agree with me? If you put Finn in this match, it's shock and awe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Three-way Jones, WrestleMania, need someone to bump, need someone to sell, need to make the match longer, Finn's your guy. I got to re- I gotta go over that again because I talked about it earlier and all the Facebook Live people, you know, <laughs> they don't listen or watch the show the first three segments, so they, I got to give them their free lunch the right way. All Facebook Live people. So, yeah, face-to-face, Goldberg, Lesnar, that's big. They're promoting that. Also, they're asking the question, Seth Rollins, right? Well, you know, he decides if he uh, wants to sign Triple H's hold harmless agreement. 
Well, again, to reiterate, and I think Triple H might have explained it on Raw. Basically, hold harmless, harmless means it's like when I want to fight people on Twitter. Like I, that's what I want you to sign. When I say sign a release, that means sign a hold harmless. That means no matter what happens to you, <laughs> uh, you can't sue me. You so, should tweet them a picture first of that and be like, <laughs> you good? Yeah, just sign a hold harmless. That means no matter what physically happens, I am not liable. Uh, I kid, I kid, I kid. I'm joking around. I'm joking around. Just kidding. Just kidding. Joking. Um, I'm going to kick your ass! The other thing. Uh, Raw is GM-less. What do they mean by this? No Mick Foley. GM, oh, that's right. GM-less. That's right. They got, But they got Stephanie. And there might be, might be somebody. Undertaker. <laughs> oh, no, no. There's an Undertaker appearance. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? No, yeah. I, meant, I meant for GM. Oh, for GM. I a potential GM. Mm. Might be a certain uh, oh, angle. Hall, hall of Famer, yeah. And they're in, uh, well, they're not in Pitt. They're in Philly. So, but he's a, it don't matter. Kurt's known worldwide. His music, everything. That was good. Dude, could you imagine? He comes out. The place goes bonkers. He's on the ramp. He's in a suit. He's got his gold medal. Kurt Angle's back. Hall of Famer. He's got his arms up. Yes. Three eyes. The whole thing. And from behind, whoop. Transmission. Oh, bro. <laughs> I come out through the curtain. Dude, place would trip double crescendo Pop Jones. Oh, that would be awesome. That's shocking off. If that would have Dennis, you have a better chance of yeah. growing a breast on your left shoulder. I said breast. You got very serious. No, like <laughs> lick. <laughs> uh, that'll be funny in about half hour when somebody... <laughs> Does what I expect them to do with that. Licking breast gift Jones. That's what that will be. Yeah. Okay, Dennis, we got it. We got it. Please. Thank God Katie's not here. She would be appalled by this. Oh, yeah. So, appalled. But anyway, um, you know, I I, don't know. I just think uh, Kurt Angle will be that guy, right? It probably makes sense. It's right before Mania. You're in Philadelphia. Is that the other thing that's out there? No, I, I don't know. Oh, liar. I don't, I don't like it. I got to go to Facebook Live. No, no, because I know you're lying. So now I'm gonna, people can tell me the no, truth. No, I don't like reading the dirt sheets. That's no, no fun. You live for the dirt sheets. No, Just I stop. don't. Dennis, stop I live lying. to be dirty, not the dirt no, sheets. I know that, but Dennis, you're lying. I mean, you're lying. You, you, li- you Really, you, 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 I know what you're doing. Dude. Come on, stop. Stop. You, 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 what do you think you're dealing with? Don't try to work me, bro. Please, stop it. Stop it. I'm not working you. You, you know me better than that. So stop. You, you're right. You're not working me. You're not. You're trying to work me. You're trying to work me. Eh. I see a lot of hearts. I see a lot of faces. I'm not getting... What's going on with the comments? They seem like they're not working that well. Hold on, folks. Give me a second. I see a lot of thumbs up. I see Tamia Wu put, shut the front door, Taz. I think she's talking about there was some scuttlebutt about some kind of a post-show special. I don't know. I digress. I'm not allowed to say nothing. I'll get in trouble. Um... Pay attention later around 4 p.m. Stooge Jones. La 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 la. There's something wrong with the with the uh, with the comment section. I'm not getting comments. Unless everybody just stopped talking to me. <laughs> that won't be the first time that happened in my life. I'll tell you that right now. Uh. So raw, yeah. Looking at the stuff that they have uh, that they're talking about, raw, it looks like to be like it's going to be a good raw. I think all the stars have. A, oh, now I see that the comments they're coming in. It looks. <laughs> you know what happened. <laughs> What happened? Go ahead, say it. Yeah, just hit the refresh button. I know. That's it's my favorite part of the fourth quarter. I just can't handle it. I can't handle a refresh. And you know what to do every time. I know. I just keep forgetting to do it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why can't I see anything? Facebook user. How about that name? 
Oh, he says, Taz, you get paid for this? Yeah. Actually, I get paid a lot. I do. <laughs> Pretty nice. Yeah, I get paid a lot. There's a way, I think, to set up. I got to talk to social media people because when people don't have a real name or an email address, like I know Twitter has a thing now where you could basically, uh, someone, you basically mute people without you even trying to mute them if they don't have a real like photo or they don't have a real email address or a real phone number attached to their um, Twitter account. So you could basically mute them for security purposes without even muting them. You don't even see their, their, their trolling, you know? So I think Facebook has that. We got to talk to the people here to set up the Facebook account. No, they set up my Twitter like that. So uh, Jason LeBron says on um, Facebook Live, he says, uh, what about Jim Cornette as GM? Dude, that'd be money. That'd be money. Uh, it would be. I don't think they would have Jimmy do it, but I, I, I don't think they would offer him that. I don't know if Jimmy would even take that. I think Kurt definitely is a layup because he's Kurt and because the Hall of Fame deal and stuff like that, uh, you know. So, you know, I think it's pretty cool if they do that. Uh, back to uh, what I was saying about, um, what do you call it, about Raw. I, it looks to be a good Raw on paper, the whole thing. It really does. So we'll see. It's a good way to go into Mania that they have some momentum here with this. And um, Undertaker appearance with the question mark. <laughs> He's got to show up today, right? I would guess, yeah. With the whole Roman Reigns, I mean, all hands on deck with this. All hands on deck. Go home for Mania. All hands on deck. It's a, it's a layup, you know what I mean? All right, last caller of the day. We are going to speak to Marty in New York. You're on a Taz show. What's up, buddy? Hey, Taz. Uh, good moment. Good moment, my friend. How are you? I'm good. I'm actually uh, visiting the uh, city where your uh, bills play. I have a job interview today. Oh, good luck. You're in Buffalo. Good, good for you, buddy. Go get them. Oh, thanks, Taz. Um, I did have uh, one quick statement about the song on social media. Yes, I remember that segment we used to do here. Yes, okay. So every day when you would keep bumping it, it would remind me of uh, when Matt Damon went on to Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> I, someone Jimmy else Kimmel. tweeted me about that. Continue. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. So when you would keep bumping song on social media. Yes. It reminded me of when Jimmy Kimmel would say that he has no time for Matt Damon at the end of the show. It's like the same thing, right? Yeah. It's gonna continue. Um, <laughs> it's gonna, it's gonna continue. It's gonna continue. You know what I mean? But I, I did have a question about uh, handicapped wrestlers. Yes, go for it. So there's two independent wrestlers that I know of. Uh, one being Pat Gowan. Right. And then there's another one. His name is Gregory Iron. He wrestles with Cerebral Palsy. Okay. Um, yeah, I was saying no, Zach. I uh, okay. Continue. Now. With wrestlers, uh, if there were any more or wrestlers that had these handicaps, um, right. do you think that they could get over in the mainstream uh, wrestling industries? Uh, it's a great question. I mean, it's, it's hard, though. I mean, I think they really tried uh, pretty heavily with Zach. Um, you know, uh, we also saw Chris Melendez in TNA. I don't know if you're familiar with Chris. Um uh, man defending our country it was uh he's uh, you know he was injured um you know uh, and and he wrestled in TNA for a while and I think Chris is still busy working but yeah it's a little hard I think to get to that upper high level you know what I mean I don't think it's impossible but I think it's hard because you you are limited physically to really go in and go crazy crazy but no disrespect to anybody with any handicap I'm just saying I think it's a little hard maybe that's why we haven't seen it you know what I mean Marty 
Why, you'd like to see that, I'm assuming? I mean, yeah, because other than, um, I, I like their ring work. I've seen them at some live shows. Right. But I, I think that if WWE had them per se, yeah. uh, they would be able to use them. I don't, I don't want to say use them, but uh, I know what you mean. Them. I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, utilize them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, I mean, I, I don't think it's a bad thing. And Marty, listen. Good luck, man, on your interview. I hope you get the job you're trying to get. Thanks, Beth. All right, buddy. Take care. There you go, Marty in New York. He's up there in Buffalo, God's country, as they call it. And that's the deal. Um, look at that Facebook for a quick before I wrap up. I'm a little bit for fifth quarter here. Very short fifth quarter. Uh, I want to say hello to everybody on Facebook, and a lot of people saying task for GM. I don't, come on, please stop. Stop it. Stop. They will not. I would never be the GM. You'd make a good one. Oh, I could do it. Trust me. My schedule be hard to do it because I'm kind of busy working, doing this thing. This little show I don't get paid for. I don't know. The GM thing, though, it's kind of been done so much, but you kind of need it. You need it. It helps bring together stories. You know what I mean? Um, it really does. I think it's important. Maybe they surprise people and go a different route. Maybe they don't go, Kurt. Maybe, they, maybe they, you know, maybe they go a different route. Maybe not Angle. I hope it's Angle. I hope it's Kurt. I think so. Douglas Davies Jr. here on uh, Facebook Live says, Kurt won't be intimidated by Triple H or Joe. True. That's easy to roll with that. That's true. Hmm. Oh, uh, as Chris Hamlin said, sorry, Lumberjack, no time today. He's talking about so on social media. There actually is no time. We're getting ready to wrap up here. So sorry, Dennis, about that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe tomorrow. It don't matter. Ignacio Vasquez, hashtag RIP, hashtag SOSM, 2017. They understand it. Connor Condon said, spite it out. I think he means spit. There's no E, Connor. It's spit it out. I don't know what he's talking about. Not to be confused with Sprite, which is a drink that I like. Marble Mouth Jones. Who's, who's, did I say something that, Marble Mouth? <laughs> I do that the whole show. That's my gimmick. <laughs> Babylon Jones. I don't give a <laughs> Really? Uh, really? Mike Krug. LOL. Marble Mouth Jones. Exclamation point. Uh, did I miss something? Can we back up? <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 can you rewind? I mean, I don't know. Can we? We can't. We could, but there would be. I, I, no, 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 don't. I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, well, on that note. Well, Zed Austin, I'll leave on a positive note. Hello, Taz. You too. You're too awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lizette. Thanks for all the support and love of the show. You're great. Uh, I think that's it. I think we're done here. I have nothing else. Gave you a lot in the show. Guys on Facebook, take a look later on. Listen to Audio Demand or... Everybody on the uh, Gimmick Chat, I only interact with you guys a little bit there. I apologize. The few, the proud. The few, the proud, the Gimmick Chat. It's a pretty new gimmick with that, actually. It's actually pretty good. Dig it! Oh, that should be pretty good. Dig it! There you go. All right, anyway, that's a wrap, kids, as they say. Um, hope you guys like the show. Tomorrow, I'll be discussing Monday Night Raw. Mike Johnson will be on. PW Insider Report. We'll do that tomorrow. WrestleMania week. 
so you guys will get overloaded with content. Not, I don't mean my show, all the other stuff that you'll see. All the all the mainstream sports. Let's talk about wrestling now, because it's cool for talk about wrestling. The rest of the year, let's not say about wrestling. Let's talk about it now. Not here. I do it every day. You don't like that? Kiss my ass. On that note, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Awesome sign off day. You don't hear that much. <laughs> Thank you everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it to my program. Everybody here at the Taz Show. I'm Taz. You're not. Have a good day. Talk to you guys later. I've been doing what I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up. I want to go back to days with no grades. We ordered the kids meal. Play ball. That's all day now. I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page. But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid. I've been wondering where the party at, cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at. To go and pour another drink just to get away. We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay. I'm hoping I won't let you.